This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, everybody? Miss Marvel TV Talk. Hey, it's Bo here from the TV Talk podcast. We got kind of the final Miss Marvel. Look, overall, this episode was not necessarily one that I enjoyed nearly as much as the episodes that came before it. In fact, even kind of getting, you know, thinking through what I want to talk about after this episode has everything to do with kind of that teaser at the end and kind of the big reveal that there's more going on with Miss Marvel than meets the eye. But I mean, I do feel like it needs to be addressed. In conclusion to the series as a whole, I feel like this was kind of a stretched out, it didn't quite hit the the mark. It was a little bit anticlimactic. And to some extent, that's okay, right? We're dealing with children superheroes. We're dealing with the introduction of kind of the young Avengers. And, you know, I do think there were good moments throughout that kind of made the camp face the reality. Uh, I'm thinking specifically, you know, the guns start flying and she has to create, you know, the the shielding around uh, Cameron to to protect him. And then, you know, the, the, the seriousness get there. Another one is when Bruno uh, is trying to create a distraction, a silly distraction, and he gets decked out in the face. And you felt like the, you know, the silly meeting that seriousness in a very kind of brutal way. You know, I thought that works. I thought that worked pretty well. Um, but overall, I do think that the silliness... I feel like the climax should have been a little bit more serious. I mean, that's just me, you know, and again, that, that kind of is what it is, but overall the series, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'm hoping that me and bell will get an opportunity to kind of do a deep dive into the season as a whole. But again, the big thing I really want to talk about is the reveal. So, you know, this entire series kind of reintroduced the concept of Miss Marvel, not necessarily as an inhuman, but as someone who was con- uh, connected to more mystical or perhaps mystical origins with the bangles specifically. And the fact that those bangles seem to have some sort of connection with uh, the gen. And while they don't ever call it by name, the negative zone, uh, which is kind of this alternate dimension in which they perhaps reside. So I'm very curious to see how this is further explored. Um, obviously for the, you know, the, the teaser at the end, we get uh, Miss Marvel or rather Captain Marvel popping up in Miss Marvel's bedroom and kind of seeing all this memorabilia about herself. The idea here is that the, there are actually two bangles and the bangles have the, uh, uh, the ability to kind of switch place with one another when the wearers are both kind of wearing them. There's, it's connected to these devices in the comics that honestly I can't even remember the name of. And 
I, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to play pretty heavily into the Marvel's movie, and I'm kind of excited to see how that goes. Uh, so it was great to see Carol Danvers pop up, even for a split second, and especially since this is probably going to be connected to the larger uh, Marvel franchise and how, you know, Miss Marvel and Photon and Captain Marvel all come together. And my guess is it's going to probably continue this concept around the negative zone, given the bangle connection between the two. But even bigger is the reveal that, in fact, it's not just the fact that she's part Jen. It's also that there is something else in her DNA that is kind of de- has yet to be completely unlocked. And that while in the comics, it's revealed that Miss Marvel is a uh, inhuman that's been exposed to something called the Terrigan Mist, which activated this metagene. Here, we get the revelation that, you know, she's a mutant. And not only is she a mutant, the way in which they kind of presented that with that they didn't like quite go with the full 90s x-men theme but there's like i mean like i don't even know what the music is like the way it, it it's just enough of a nod that connects you instantly and i it gets me excited for how the mcu is going to introduce the mutants not just in terms of their stories and kind of these characters and that sort of thing, but like the music. Like one of the things I love is with the MCU Spider-Man, how they went back to the classic Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and put that in more of like a, a cinematic da na na da na na Like the way they, they did that, I think is so good. In, uh especially in, I want to say in No Way Home. No, not No Way Home, in uh, Far From Home. Uh, the, the theme music for that, I think is just fantastic. And I love the idea of taking the 90s X-Men theme song, which is considered like one of the greatest cartoon theme songs of all time and how they might incorporate that and continue to incorporate that in the, uh, you know, this is the introduction of the mutants in the MCU. I love the idea that perhaps Miss Marvel could even kind of take the place of Kitty Pride or Jubilee or these kind of characters who show up as the first introduction into the world of the mutants, right? Like the new mutant coming into the kind of the established X-Men and really kind of showcasing us, the viewer, what it is in this world. Um, you know, in the comics, that was Kitty Pride for a lot of people. In the uh, cartoon, the 90s series cartoon, it was a Jubilee. And so here, it could very well be Miss Marvel. I've got no problem, by the way, with the retcon or the, just the reimagining Miss Marvel as a mutant for a couple of reasons. One, I, if you're not familiar with this, when things were kind of weird in Marvel not having ex- access to the X-Men film franchise, in the comics, they started to really back away from mutants and try to push the concept of Inhumans to kind of replace what the mutant standing is in the world or in the universe. The problem with that is that, you know, fans are familiar with the X-Men. They're not familiar with the Inhumans. And it felt forced. It felt like a business move. It wasn't, it wasn't good. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it just, it didn't flow very well. And the fact that you had to downplay these characters that people love so much because you no longer have the movie rights to them, it, it was a business decision. It felt like a business decision and therefore it didn't feel natural to the story and to the world. So this idea of trading off or trading back into the world of the mutants, now that we don't have to worry about some of those, you know, restrictions that existed, I think is really exciting. Um, and so I love the idea that she's actually connected with the mutants and not the inhumans. That's one reason. The other reason why I'm really excited for this is because I feel as though this series kind of played around with her actual power set from the comics without playing around with her actual power set from the comics. So giving her more of kind of this cosmic, you know, creating constructs and, you know, be it her arm and her hand or kind of, you know, uh, the little discus that she's rolling around with it, it, instead of her just being another stretchy hero, it allowed for them to explore something different 
and take something that would probably be considered more broadly cool uh, than stretchy abilities and and also kind of back back end kind of put in some of the stretchy abilities in the final fight where she goes all giant and she kind of stretches out her body like that. You know, this is what she would look like, except without the cosmic, you know, crystalline version of her, just be her stretching out her body or her costume or whatever, you know, however it would visually look. And she would fight like this. She would be kind of this kind of larger than life hero. And and with all these, you know, with the, with the big fist coming in the punch, I think it could actually work. I mean, I've been, I started off this series saying I've always thought her power set was kind of lame. And now that I've actually kind of seen it in action and I've found every single episode kind of wishing it was really more of her classic power set, I think there's a path to do that. Now that we know that she's a mutant, maybe she actually does have that ability naturally and it was just manifesting in kind of the cosmic way because she's activated this other ability. Now, you know, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, why does she have to be a mutant and then also a gen? Listen, if you're not familiar with the mutants, there are tons of mutants who are like half mutant and half demon or half mutant and half, you know, alien. Like this, this, this is something that kind of pops up all the time. So I love this idea of her having this kind of maybe like, you know, this, this dual genealogy that's kind of coming together and gives her access to, yes, this kind of cosmic ability that connects her with, you know, Miss Mar or rather Captain Marvel and the Marvels, but also... Also, this mutant ability that kind of fits a little bit more into the X-Men and she could be this bridge between these two worlds. You know, the the having this bridge between the X-Men and more cosmic narrative opens up the door for the Shi'ar and, and, you know, all kinds of different things they do. Anyway, so great idea to change her into a mutant as opposed to an inhuman. I'm all about that. This episode overall, like I said, a little bit lackluster, a little bit anticlimactic, but the series as a whole, I think has been really solid and the character herself is fantastic. Loved her family, loved the support they had for her, loved that her dad uh, gave her the inspiration for the name Miss Marvel and kind of that that was I don't know that was just really sweet I, I love that and I love the fact that like in the moment where she has to take action she's like you know you didn't raise me to just sit on the sidelines when people need help and you know just yeah this is great so good moments throughout yeah overall a little little disappointed with how kind of anticlimactic it was but it did not ruin the series for me at all love the series as a whole would love to hear your thoughts head over to Twitter use the hashtag Miss Marvel TV talk and let us know what you thought about this we will hopefully have our Full review, full spoiler review for Thor Love and Thunder coming your way very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, I'll be back in a flash. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.